Hello, Internet. With me, as always, is my wife, Kat. <laughs> and that's my husband, Alan. And this is... Our, our Sitcom family. family. Nailed it. Yeah, you did. Episodes in one in one weekend. What are you guys going to do with us? Look at us go. Getting <laughs> everything back on track. Uh, I hope your guys' Thanksgiving and Black Friday and the Saturday following were good. How was yours? Mine was pretty great. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what to say right there. <laughs> so I sort of just spaced. Sorry, everybody. I I feel like our weekend was Happy really holidays. Happy no. holidays. Uh, we've been watching a lot of Christmas movies. We started our morning today with the Muppet Christmas Carol, and now it is the holiday season in our home. Yay! It's fun. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yeah, we even got some snow today. Yay! <laughs> you sound sarcastically happy, but I know you like the snow. So. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Um, so today we are reviewing the season one episode four, The Trip. Um, it aired on October 21st, 2009, originally. Um, and the episode overview is Sue sells sausage and cheese samples for the school. All- By the seashore. <laughs> Sorry. All her efforts go in vain as the school fails to see this. Meanwhile, Frankie demands her daughter fights for her rights. To party? Question mark. And Brick discovers love with his current girlfriend a little stressful as she bosses him about. Yeesh. Stressful's (laughs) one way to put it. Oh, yeah? I'm pretty sure that little girl is related to Ted Bundy. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm sorry, whoever plays her. Her name is Lexi Jordan. I'm sorry, Lexi Jordan. I'm sure you're not actually related to Ted Bundy. But, I mean, maybe. Your character might have been. (laughs) Perhaps. Um, Our our other new cast and one-time cast member is Mel Rodriguez, who played Mr. Perez, who has uh, notably been in Panic Room and Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, you're forgetting about a cameo in the end, but we'll save that for the end of the episode. He's also just like a one-time person. Oh. All right, well, I, I, guess think. We, I guess we'll get there. Huh? With my limited research on IMDb. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Uh, Lexi Jordan as Olivia um, quit acting in 2014 <laughs> and has not been in anything since. And before that, she just did a few like voiceover type work. So, oh, nice. So, like overbearing mom characters? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Weird. But all right, let's get into this. All right, so we're starting out with one of Frankie's monologues about everything she knows about the middle. And being somebody from the Midwest, I have never heard the Midwest ever called the middle. Not a single time. Um, Been to several places in the Midwest and never. It's always Midwest. It really is. It's just the Midwest. Um, And she is starting out this episode talking about a tradition of selling people uh, crap they don't need or want in the Midwest, which fundraisers do run rampant. 
yeah. for our schools here. Yeah, they always have. And it's always cheese and sausage. I feel a little attacked there. It it hasn't been recently. We've been getting better ones. Kringles. I mean, fair. Uh, that one that, that they did at the middle schools last year was kind of ridiculous. I don't even remember what we got from it. They all are. It was just... Fundraising for schools is great. It might have been wrapping paper. <laughs> there was a fundraiser from a couple people at work not too long ago that bought wrapping paper and it yeah. immediately yeah. brought me to this. Yeah. And I hope they spent $100 on it. But anyway. So um, in the episode, Sue is selling cheese and sausage. Um, Frankie says that she thinks that she's a good seller because she can take rejection. She um, proves that throughout the entire series. She takes rejection like a champ. Like she, and right here, she even says, well, I'll just, I'll wait here in case you change your mind. Like... That that's, you should probably just go. Um, then they talk about how she was driven all over the state by Mike. Um, and they went to Terre Haute. Terre, is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, G- Gary. Nobody wants to go to Gary. <laughs> but anyway. Sorry, Gary residents. Um, and every county to try to win a trip to Indianapolis which is closer to their home than any of the places they drove. Yeah, it, especially in 2009, it probably would have been cheaper just for them to like plan a trip to the capital. Absolutely. Absolutely, it would have been. So then we get to alerts, and Sue is going to try to sell to everybody, but they're very busy, so, so Frankie wants her to remember that, and they're all just leaning on cars, not doing anything. I'm pretty sure it was Lou who was, like, yawning against a car. Yeah. (laughs) And then she sells ten of whatever to Bob because she just starts telling him, hey, I'm selling this and I'll take ten. And he buys ten because he loves food that doesn't have to be refrigerated um, because, and that's why he just has a hot plate and a P.O. box. Which, because he is, in fact, a bag in the wind. <laughs> yeah, which one, like, refrigerators just break and you, they just tie you down to a location. And if he has a hot plate, essentially a coffee pot is kind of like a hot plate, only slightly more complicated, but not really. Um, so, I don't know how uh, he... Flashing not... back to that last episode there. Um... And that comes to a grand total of $284 for 10 of those cheese gift set things or whatever. Um, Ellert walks up and will not buy cheese from Sue, but has a fit about Frankie not having made the coffee again. He looks like an idiot because he has a donut and no coffee to dunk it in. Um, I mean, I guess if it makes you an idiot walking around with a donut in your hand. I mean, if you're not eating it, maybe. I don't know. Okay, so, like, this is new to me, and, like, you explained it to me, like, a couple weeks ago, but I, being from Wisconsin, have never seen anyone dunk their donut in coffee. It's always been in milk. Like, 
I grew up dunking my donuts in milk, and I know growing up I wasn't having coffee because I was a wee little lass. <laughs> you sure were there. <laughs> I can't do an Irish accent. Uh, me either, especially not right now with my uh, voice situation. But um, but yeah, I I had never seen anyone dunk a donut in coffee. But you you explained to me that like Dunkin' Donuts had the donut. That you oh, with the little handle on them? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah, sure they still do. I didn't know that was a thing. Yep. I never really did a whole lot. I just knew it was a thing. I mean, my dad dunked everything in coffee, so... Uh, Frankie says that she thinks that it's because... That she, he yells at her about the coffee because she's a woman. And he says that the it'll be a cold... Like, she could kill him the day that... He starts telling a man to make coffee for a woman. For a split second, I thought that it was because of what happened in the last episode. That his car dealership almost burnt down because of that. But no, he follows it immediately with... Nope, the day I start telling a man to make coffee. Um. So here's the thing. He's been making Frankie make the coffee every episode up until now. And I don't think that, like, I don't think anybody's really noticed it. But she makes the coffee every single episode. She is the only woman in that dealership. Who made the coffee before that? That's what I would like to know. Um, okay, so it's headcanon for me that the PA guy made the coffee before that. Is that and, why he sighs all the time at Frankie? Because <laughs> of, like... She stole his job. Yeah. Um, so, um, so then Sue tells her that it's unfair that she, that he said that she had to make the coffee because she's a woman and Frankie's first, the first time she says that in the, says this in the episode, she just says, eh, not worth the fight. Um, and I did keep a running tally of how many times she said it this episode. Oh, did you? This should be fun. Or how many times that phrases said in this episode i should say at least once or five times <clears throat> would you like the the ending total now because i can tell you i should we save that no spoilers yeah, i'm saving it i'm saving it and i love how the pa guy just is psychic about having coffee i don't even know if ellert had enough time to get into the building yeah, I don't know. I still think that Ellert went and told him that the coffee was going to be made. What if Frankie had disappeared, like, all of the times that she does? And the coffee and he... never got made? People yeah. would be so mad. Um, and then uh, Sue asks the PA guy um, if he would like to buy anything, and he says a jalapeno cheddar ball. And she offers him the Wild Game Sausage Trio for half price with that. <sighs> Comes the sigh. <laughs> he absolutely accepts that offer. Although I'm not going to lie, a jalapeno cheddar ball does sound really good right now. I'll try to find you one in some random... Uh... All right, we are in Wisconsin. Yeah? So I'm sure we can find one somewhere. Uh, Sue's doing a great job. She's a shining beacon of motivation. But Axel, not so much. Uh, we flash into the house, and she's yelling at him to get ready for school and turn off the TV. 
which he clearly ignores. Um, and then Brick grabs a second bag of goldfish and explains that they're for his girlfriend, Olivia. And originally, or initially, they think that she's made up. <laughs> I mean, I guess Brick's whispering just evolves into him creating new people. I mean, it could happen. I mean, it could. I'm not a doctor, but... Mike Mike literally looks at her and says, is, is she here right now? Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, and Brick says, no, she's at her house. And Frankie asks for an explanation. Uh, and then we see Olivia walk up and just tap Brick on the shoulder and say, you're my boyfriend now. And, I... and Brick just says, okay. Yeah, that that's pretty much how it goes. Oh, oh is it? I mean, that's how I got you. <laughs> Just, you're my boyfriend now. Okay. <laughs> um, Frankie then says that it's great. And Mike asks if she if he likes her or not. And she... To which Brick says... Um, she says I do. She says I do. And Mike says, is she cute? And he says, she has a red ribbon in her hair. I like red ribbons. All hack men like red ribbons. Do all Moser men like red ribbons too? I guess. I, I've never really thought of it before. <laughs> um, Axel yells something at Frankie about how they're almost out of cereal and tells her she needs to go to the store. And she says she'll go when she wants to go. And then Mike looks at her and says that we are kind of out of a lot of stuff. Yeah, and Frankie can't, she can't tell Axel, yeah, we're we're going to the store later. It's like, no, I am in charge. Shut up. Um, she then tells Mike that she has to go to the post office after work and then to Aunt Ginny and Aunt Edie's because they're hosting Bridge Club and they're almost out of scotch. <clears throat> uh, and I think it's really funny that the post office... And then Aunt Ginny and Aunt Edie. Like, I don't know. I don't know why that seems so funny to me. I would love to see that part of the episode. Like, Ginny and Edie hosting uh, bridge night and just going nuts. Bunch of old drunk women. That that would be pretty hilarious, especially for them. It would have been great, yeah. And we find out that Sue has sold over $3,000 worth of sausage. And cheese. So she gets to go to the Capitol. And this is why Frankie has to go to the post office. So I don't know how she knew she had to go to the post office before. Well, I get sidetracked doing stuff all the time. I mean to start doing something and then I just get way sidetracked. But. Yeah, we get sidetracked a lot. Um, So then the bus honks and... Frankie yells at Axel to get ready for school, and now the bus is here, and he's not ready. And Axel does some crazy gymnastics to just slide his clothes on, and he's ready to walk out the door. And apparently hasn't been using shoelaces this entire time. And now we have Olivia... uh, we go into the lunchroom where Olivia comes to collect her bag of goldfish and, uh... I have a question. Oh. Does this girl only have red clothing? 
don't in know, the first maybe. in the first scene we see her, she's wearing a red t shirt with a red ribbon. Now she's wearing a red jacket. Uh I'm not sure. I and later on I think she's wearing red too. I think so too. I don't know. I just it just like I literally just thought of that right now. Um, but she gives Brick a list after telling her that now that he's her boyfriend, she ha- he has to buy her ice cream, tell her she's pretty, and walk her to and from recess and lunch. So she made him a list so he wouldn't forget. Yeah, well, that's pretty much how it works. Like, for adults, too. So Brick's first girlfriend. They're two days into this relationship. And he already has his first honey-do list. Oh my god, that's actually what I put in my notes. <laughs> I love that. And then we go back to Ellert's where Frankie is desperately trying to sell a shitty car. <laughs> With a crash rating of two. Not one, two. Out of how many? Five. Don't need to worry about that. The firemen are gonna cut you out with the jaws of life lickety split. Because the doors are thin. If the doors haven't sliced you to pieces yet. But. So then Sue flashes in and scares the heck out of the people in the car. Um. And yeah, this is where we find out that Sue didn't make the. The uh, capital list. Because Even though she was a top seller. Yeah. So this is where Frankie clearly. Forgot about the uh, post office. I can words today. We don't know that yet. We don't know that she forgot. Right now, it just looks like it was a typical Sue being forgotten about. Which happens in every episode. Well, because now we're going to see a montage of Sue not being seen by a teacher as she's actually, like, telling her she's there. Like, hi, I'm here. Oh, Um, yeah. We see a scene where Sue is at, tells the lunch guy that she wants pizza and he just gives her fish. He just doesn't even see or hear what she says. And then they're singing happy birthday to her. And they forget her name. They don't know her name. Happy birthday, <laughs> Yeah. So because they are that they didn't put her name on the list, they tell that to Bob, and Bob says he's going to cancel his check. I mean, that's fair. I would do that. And Sue says, looks like I'm not going. And, and it's just not worth the fight is said again right here. So that is two. two. We're up to two. Not just one, but two. Not one, but two. All right. And Frankie realizes this is all her fault. Uh, She is the only mom with teenager that listens to what she says. Yeah. And uh, Frankie and Mike are having a beer at home. And Frankie's telling Mike about what's going on or what was going on with Sue. And he immediately calls her out and says it's her fault. Yeah, and he's not wrong because then we get a montage of uh, Axel wanting to wear flip-flops and he says, Jesus wore flip-flops and Frankie says, eh, it's not worth the fight. That's three. 
she is on the phone with someone who's transferring her to India. Um, and she says, eh, it's not worth the fight. Four. Ding! Uh, well, the kids are asleep, so... And she says, honey, I'm so exhausted. And then looks at Mike and says, eh, it's not worth the fight. And follows him to the bedroom. We all know what's happening there, but she's following him to the bedroom. So that is five times that we heard, eh, it's not worth the fight so far. Um... They're talking about how unfair things are for Sue. Yeah. And how, of course, it's the school's fault because they never remember her. Yeah. Everything is the school's fault. Um, oh, and Mike is talking about how in the 50 mile or the 50 hours that he drove her around, um, he, he has all of the gossip. <laughs> I feel like he injects himself into... He gets roped up into their gossip a lot. He does. He really does. And injects himself into the drama a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just funny to me. That's so, all. So then Frankie says that this is a teachable moment and they call Sue into the room. Uh, she saw that on Oprah or Project Runway. She's not sure, but she knows it's a teachable moment. Yeah. I, I learned all of my teachable moments from TV. I mean, Don't Danny. Yeah, Danny Tanner. Um, so Frankie tells her she needs to march into that school to the person that's in charge and get herself on that trip. And Sue says that Mr. Perez, the teacher that's in charge, is kind of weird and has been seen in the parking lot crying. I don't know how that makes him weird. Yeah, I I didn't get it either. I mean, teachers get a bad rap. Like, and it's probably a pretty stressful job. So, I think that teachers are superheroes a lot of the time. They really are. And him crying after dealing with Teenagers. Especially like the ones that go to Orson High. You have Glossners, you have Darren. They're all just, no, that's too much. It's a lot. Um, Frankie then says that she's got to fight for what's hers. Frankie doesn't always do that because she's had kids and she's tired. Eh, it's not worth the fight. And Mike says to stare them down. Yep. Mike's already uh, injecting himself in. I like. I think he actually says he wants to go down and say something to him. Later on, he does. Yes. Is it later on? Yeah. I, I couldn't remember. Uh, so the doorbell rings and Axel answers the door in his boxers and says, "Inappropriate." <laughs> Rick's girlfriend's here. Oh, she is wearing red again. Red, yeah. I think it's that same sweater over a different T-shirt. Probably. Um, Brick, Brick says he doesn't want to play. And honestly, like, with her, I, I can't blame him. I don't blame him for not wanting to play. Yeah, like, she's awesome. They close the door behind Brick walking outside, and she's already yelling at him. Like, I said I was going to be here at 3 o'clock. Why weren't you waiting outside for me? You forgot, didn't you? I hear all the words, Olivia. All of them. All of them. Yeah, she's... It's great. She just starts nagging him back to the Stone Age. This girl is like eight. 
I guarantee you, she watches her mom do this to her dad every day. Probably. Uh, she then also yells at him for whispering because it's so annoying. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of things I do that probably annoy you. Well, fine. Yeah, it's fine. Not nearly as much as you think, apparently. Not like that. So that's that's great. Uh, Sue slowly creeps her way into Mr. Perez's classroom and clears her throat and says his name. And then she just, like, nonchalantly, I sold over $3,000 worth of cheese and sausage. Very quiet. Yeah. And she never actually goes into the room. And, of course, Mr. Perez doesn't remember her at all. He has to ask who she is, even though she's in his fifth period class. And then he says, I don't think you are. And that's not the first time we hear this from one of C's student or teachers, I don't think. It's not, no. Um, and she says that she hasn't been put on the list, even though she sold the amount of cheese and sausage that it was necessary to go on the trip. And he's going to look into it, which basically means he's blowing her off. And She's excited about it, though. She was happy with the answer. She was happy with just about everything. And she even, I love it when she says, have a good day in Spanish, because she, she reminds me of somebody that would say, like, tortillas in quesadilla. <laughs> I literally wrote in my notes, she proves why she's not in Spanish club. <laughs> like, oh, why yeah. she didn't make it. Uh, so then Brick, like, busts into the, sh- into the bathroom, tears open the shower, and Axel is taking a shower. And he asks him... Uh, how to break up with Olivia. To which Askel... Askel? Yeah. Askel. Axel asks if he's sure because he's weird and he's got a little hottie that's into him. Inappropriate, Axel. Very. Um, he... And then he says, girls like it when you give them attention. So just blow her off. And then when Brick asks him how, you do that. He just says... Like this, and closes the shower curtain. And then it goes to the next scene of Brick just busting in the front door, yelling at Axel. Axel is standing in the living room in a towel, which makes me want to ask the question, how long was Axel in the shower if he's literally been outside to play with Olivia and has come back already? I bet Olivia's just been standing outside the front door, like, one of those creepy kids from a Stephen King movie or something. <laughs> Probably. So, yeah. So, Brick breaks in and, like, yells at him about how... They're married and they have a baby as he's, like, waving uh, some doll at him. By the foot. Yep. That's gonna be funny. That's kind of funny later on how they have the school project with the babies. <laughs> oh, it's great. Um, so we have, uh, sorry, uh, we have Frankie attempting to cook dinner and an excited Sue comes in telling her about how she talked to Mr. Perez. Olay. (laughs) Olay. Um, and she was telling her, you know, giving her the rundown. I was super scared about it because I'm super scared about everything. And he said he'd look into it. Yay! And they both know that he's just completely blowing 
her off. I don't think they both know. Because Mike says, I'm going down there to talk to him. And Frankie says, no, Mike, didn't you hear her? They're going to look into it. Frankie oh, yeah. genuinely thinks that they're going to look into it. Yeah, I, I did get that wrong. But, like, Mike is already ready to jump down the teacher's throat. So. As a good dad would be, I think. I mean, I probably would, like, say something, too. But. He also said he always tells people he'll look into things, and he never does. Yeah, that's just management 101. And. I mean, just, I'm right on top of it. Yeah. So Frankie says that she learned on Regis and Kelly, we've got a letter to fight our own battles. ABC plug, because they were on ABC. Um, but she wants him to let her fight her own battle. Um, and Sue is reading a book. Well, Brick and Sue are reading a book on the couch. And I just noticed this, that Sue's book is Indiana Facts and Myths. Oh, because she's going to Indianapolis. Is there a lot of urban myths about Indianapolis? I don't know. Maybe we should find out. Like, comment, and subscribe. (laughs) So then the doorbell rings and Brick begs Mike not to make him go outside and play with Olivia. Understandably. Um, He says he'll even make friends with the new boy in his class that eats his boogers. Anyone but Olivia. See, that's how great this kid is. Like, Brick's willing to hang out with the booger eater of class. <laughs> that's gotta say something. And at that point, Mike just says, if you don't like her, don't play with her. And then tells Brick that, he, that since he's already tried and it's not that easy, he'll take care of it. Well, clearly, uh, Brick's... Brick is hiding from her harder than you hide from Jehovah's Witnesses. (laughs) And here comes Mike to solve all of the kids' problems. Every time he tries to fix a problem, it gets worse. This is pretty great for as much as... She's wearing red. Of course she is. Um, As annoying as she is, she, like... Mike's, like, eight feet tall. He... He should have been able to just scare her because he's a big, tall dad. And Nope. This girl, like, he loses a verbal battle with this girl. Mike, Mike walks out and says that uh, Brick doesn't want to play and isn't ready to be married. And she says, we're already married and we have kids. And then she starts quoting the Bible at, like, age eight, I think they are. Something like that, yeah. And it's, uh, it's really cute. It kind of reminds me of a time when we were playing, uh, Magic the Gathering and there is a card that says, it's called, what was it called again? I'm not answering that It's called Tear Asunder, but the first time Kat read it, it was Tear Ass, Tear Ass, Asunder. I don't even remember. It was something along those I had lines. never heard that word except for here and went, and to be honest, until we watched it with subtitles, I didn't know that she was saying asunder. I thought that she was saying what God has joined together, let no man put us under. Oh, neat. So kind of like when you screw up song lyrics. Not you, but like when well, people... I mean, I screw up song lyrics. 
And it's just creepy that she's immediately using Bible quotes. Like I said, she's like one of those Stephen King kids. A little bit. Um, but then Mike says, straight shoots her and says, you're not really married and your kids are dolls. So go home. Brick will see you at school. Okay, hon? Nope. That's how she wins that one. Nope. She says, nope. And then he says, what? I put way too much time into this relationship to just walk away, she says. I wonder how many times she's heard her mom say that or her dad. I really don't think so. I think her dad's probably being abused. That's just my headcanon. So they honestly just go back and forth just with like, Brick doesn't want to see you anymore. Get it? Nope. Nope. Go home, Olivia. (laughs) And she's just, how are you going to make me? Like... Like, and then he just gives up. He's like, Brick Olivia's here. Come outside. Like, come take care of this child. Yeah. Like, like I said, for as annoying as she is, I'm pretty sure I would want her in my D&D adventuring party. <laughs> they might have uh, used her as the inspiration for the one character. I believe she's a Stark in Game of Thrones. They're like... Oh, the little... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Sue is at the counter and she says the trip is today and they didn't call. She's beginning to think they didn't look into it. No way. You don't say. Shocker. So then Frankie and her PJs is all up in arms and is like, come on, grab your stuff. Let's go. And Sue says, and I quote, as she's walking out the door, mom, you're still in your pajamas. They're drawstrings. They're almost pants. I still maintain that I don't understand why it's so outlandish for her to be going out in her pajamas because we live in the Midwest. I see that all the time. We literally, like, you can walk into Walmart and see six people in their pajamas inside the door. I don't even think that's a Midwest problem. I think that's an everywhere thing. Everywhere thing. Like, why is it? It's not outlandish for her to go out. In her pajamas until she decides she's going to pull over a bus on a field trip. They literally chase down the school bus on the road. Pretty sure that's a felony. I also don't think that any school bus is actually going to pull over for someone. Probably not. They'd probably call the cops. Maybe. I don't know. All the kids were definitely recording this. Yeah, they're recording, taking pictures as Sue and her mom are walking up. Sue looks embarrassed. And how how does Sue get forgotten so much with all of the ridicule? Like, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Poor the, Sue. The teacher even comments on how she's in her pajamas. It's so funny to me. Like, why is that such a big deal? Even then. Um, and so she lets Sue take over and say, and Sue is telling him, I sold enough to be on this trip. I, I- demand to be on this bus. She demands, I strongly suggest. And then Frankie's just like, you know what? I got this. Yeah. And she begins yelling at the teacher, and you find out he did actually look into it. Which is surprising. I mean, a little bit, yeah. Um, and he says that they had no record that she, that she ever made any sales. And then uh, Frankie says that... Um, that's not surprising because no one ever has record of Sue. Right. So then Sue does this on and off game between her mom telling her to get on the bus and the teacher telling her he can't allow that. Yeah, which he can't. 
he can't, but then eventually does, saying, and I quote, it's just not worth the fight. Six. Six Whoa. times. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so are you going to let my daughter on that bus or not? Eh, it's not just not worth the fight. Um, so she gets on the bus, and she's all excited, goes all the way to the back of the bus. Is that okay? Um, and then Frankie set, gets in the car. And she starts to, uh, she puts her visor down. As Sue is giving her a thumbs up, all happy from the back of the yep. bus. And there flops down the envelope full of checks and whatnot. For the company. Yeah. And I love that they both have that realization at the same time. Yeah. She didn't mail Sue's envelope. She never made it to the post office. She took care of the ants, got them their booze. Um, and then the heck men are at home having a beer scene at the counter, or a bar scene at the counter. I love it so much. Mike with his beer, Axel with his soda, and Brick with his juice. And, yeah, it's just great. They're talking about how women are complicated. Olivia threw a pumpkin at a car. I I can see that. That's (laughs) She's going to take half of his books and give him one of the babies. Well, he was going to get Rainbow Bright. And she was going to keep Strawberry Shortcake. But he doesn't even know if Rainbow Bright is his. Yeah. Uh, Pretty sure Rainbow Bright was around long before Brick. Uh, Probably, yeah. Um, I, I think it's really great. Like, they're they're going down this whole, like, get a fake divorce. Like, and then, and then Axel says, I only have two thoughts in my head. Driving and sex. I mean, I mean grades. Driving and grades. We all know the truth. <laughs> Teenage boys. Come on now. And this is when Mike inadvertently gives him, uh... The advice to just make Olivia somebody else's problem. Yeah, uh, which is really funny. Like, she she needs another poor sucker to torment. Well, she's not going to stop. She's like a force of nature. She really is. Oh, oh yeah, Olivia called earlier. She wants him to buy her, she wants him to buy her lunch tomorrow. It's her favorite, and he'll know what that is. But he doesn't. He lost the list. And then Frankie comes in the house, kind of zombie-like, and said, Mike asks if she got on the bus, and she says, yeah, and it feels great. And then she just falls face down on the couch. And kind of circled back a little bit to the post office. Not really, but uh, she thought, Frankie thought Sue was going to calm down over the weekend. No. That did not Quite happen. the opposite. How did the postcards get there before Sue got there? Did she overnight them? Uh, well, so maybe not. But if you think about it, so the way that our mail works here is if it's mailed from our town, it goes to one of the major stops in town, right? Uh-huh. So if Indianapolis is the main hub for the mail in Indiana and she's mailing it there, it could just get mailed out that day and make it there the next day. Over the weekend? I mean, Saturday, yes. Sunday, not so much. I just thought it was funny that, yeah, just that, uh, 
She mailed them all at the same time. She did. She Absolutely, had to she did. And as she gets the last one, Sue comes in the house. Furious. She just yells at her. Uh, she goes off on Frankie. Um, and she, Frankie's like trying to suck up. I love you. I love you so much. All of these things were happening. It caused things, bad things. You forgot to mail the envelope. My name wasn't on any of the lists. They didn't have any tickets for me. I had to sleep on the floor, and I guarantee they would not have made any child sleep on the floor no, anywhere. Probably not. Everything else is pretty accurate, though, I feel like, because like the overnight rules with schools and insurance and all of that. Now the junior guidance counselor hates Sue. She's not invisible to her anymore. She hates her. She's going to be invisible by the next episode. <laughs> Sue Sue found her voice, and she suggests strongly suggested no, no demanded. demanded that uh, she make it up to her. And Frankie is just proud. She's proud of what a fighter she's become, and she's smiling while getting yelled at. And then we cut to the school where... Olivia looks annoyed with her friends, or they're just gossiping. Olivia, who's not wearing a red shirt, um, is not wearing a red shirt. She's just wearing her red ribbon, but a purple shirt and a blue dress Ooh. this time. So that's cute. So does that mean she was kind of already done with Brick? Maybe. I'm kind of wondering, like, because he wore red throughout this entire episode, too. I don't know if you noticed that. She probably made him. Maybe. Maybe. So we see a bully push another kid off of the table and take his lunch. And Brick throws the goldfish on his tray. And when she comes walking by trying to find... I think she saw the goldfish. Like, But she just noticed him as she walks by the bully. And that's just going to be a great relationship. Those two are going places. I think it's so funny the way she just sits down. Like, doesn't even say anything to Brick. Doesn't break up with him. Nothing. Just sits down and says, you're my boyfriend now. That's probably how it happened to Brick. He just happened to have the right snack at the right time. Well, we know that's how it happened to Brick. So, she's great. Such a great person. Uh, and and that that's how the episode ends. We we see Brick smiling at it at, at the situation happening. He is happy to be rid of Olivia. Uh, we are all happy to be rid of Olivia. We are never going to see Olivia again, and I'm I'm not I'm not upset about that. Nah. How do you feel about this episode? Where does it rank? Uh, it's kind of up there for me. For me, I. I love the scene where Olivia just rips Mike to shreds. <laughs> um, right. Final thoughts for you. I, I love this episode. Um, it is very Midwest to me. I, I, the breaks in reality are weird for me, though. Like, there's no way anyone would ever just chase down a school bus. I can't see it happening. It's pretty... No. You you would see it happening, but it would be news coverage. Literally, like, (laughs) we would be seeing on national news, uh, so-and-so is racing down the road. Psycho in pajamas. (laughs) And she's getting, like, thrown in the police car screaming, they're almost pants! (laughs) There's a drawstring! (laughs) There's a drawstring, they're almost pants. 
I just really love the episode. It's great. Uh, but that does wrap it up here. Um, and so I am going to plug our social media again. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram at our sitcom family, uh, TikTok at our sitcom family. Um, email us some of your stories. We we would love to tell your stories. Um, our sitcom family at gmail.com. And at Facebook, find us at Our Sitcom Family Podcast. Uh, we also have a website coming. It's under construction. But it's there. So keep a lookout for that. We'll be announcing that soon. Ooh, now we're really hitting the ground running. We've got a website. We're getting fancy up in here now. Doing big things. Big things. We're, that... we're, we're going to start looking at merch too, soon, too. What? So that wraps it up here at Our Our Sitcom Sitcom Family. Family.